Hello and welcome to this week's Cypherma Research Podcast. Today, we'll be discussing the outcome of the G7 summit, comprising of the seven major industrialized democracies held in Japan. Cypherma combines cyber intelligence with attack surface discovery and digital risk protection to deliver early warning, personalized, contextual, outside-in, and multi-layered insights. We have built the next generation of AI-powered threat intelligence platform called External Threat Landscape Management, ETLM, to provide cyber defenders with the hacker's view to help clients prepare for impending attacks. Cypherma is headquartered in Singapore with offices in Japan, India, the US, and the EU. Customers include both governments as well as Fortune 500 companies across manufacturing, financial services, retail, industrial products, natural resources, and pharmaceutical industries. Let's talk about the recent G7 summit. This year's G7 summit was completely overshadowed by the largest conventional war in Europe since the World War II and by the increasing tension happening between China and the G7 countries. The active shooting war was given precedence to the cyber realm, which has not featured on the agenda. However, that does not mean the outcomes of the summit would have no impact on nation-state cyber ops indirectly. The group has also issued a separate and way more damning communique on Russia, and among other things stated that the G7 countries will deprive Russia of technologies, industrial equipment, and services that serve its war machine. Russia called the summit an incubator for anti-Russian and anti-Chinese hysteria in response, and stated the G7 countries are on a path of dangerous escalation. The G7 agreement to tighten anti-Russian economic sanctions is undoubtedly causing further headache for the Kremlin. The US, Japan, Canada, Britain, Germany, France and Italy, with the whole of the EU in their wake, intend to monitor far more vigorously the export of industrial machinery, tools and other technologies used by Moscow for its war machine. This means substantial tightening up controls on compliance with sanctions already in place and preventing their circumvention. At the same time, the EU is currently discussing its 11th sanctions package, while United States has already banned the export of American goods to 70 clients in Russia and other countries and will impose bans and restrictions on 300 individuals and organizations, including shipping owners in Europe, Asia and the Middle East, who are in violation of the sanctions previously imposed. The stated goal of the sanctions package is to deprive Russia of technologies, industrial equipment and services that serve the war machine. Quote, the Group of Seven, G7, singled out China on issues including Taiwan, non-market policies, malign business and cyber practices, such as illegitimate technology transfer, or data disclosure, human rights abuses, which naturally underscores the wide-ranging tension between Beijing and the G7 countries. Beijing has responded in a fiery way, with Chinese state media berating the outcome of the meeting, singling out Japan, Great Britain and the United States in their rhetoric. The U.S. President Joe Biden said in a surprising statement at the final press conference that he expects the Sino-American relations to thaw soon, and the final statement of the summit called on increased cooperation with China as a partner. The rest of the statement, however, was critical in its references to China's militarization of the Asia-Pacific area or human rights violations in Tibet, Xinjiang and Hong Kong. It also called for a peaceful resolution of the dispute over Taiwan and for addressing the challenges posed by China's non-market policies and practices, which distort the global economy. These are to be represented by malign practices, such as illegitimate technology transfer or data disclosure, which translates to cyber and industrial espionage and intellectual property theft. 
The G7 has also almost solemnly called on Beijing to pressure Russia into withdrawing from Ukraine. The fiery reactions from Moscow and Beijing are likely to be followed by steps in the fifth domain, which both countries usually deploy in comparable situations, since they view hacking as a legitimate tool of statecraft. The cyber defenders in the G7 countries should thus be on high alert. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast, and we'll see you next week with another research topic. This is the Cypherma Research Team signing off.